Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies, and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide, your inside look into combat sports. And now, the host of the longest-running fight show in radio and internet history, Pedro Fernandez. Dames y caballeros, bienvenidos, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network and Ring Talk Live Worldwide Cards with Sunday edition, Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific. I mean, you might be listening to this delayed or on iHeartRadio or Sirius XM, some other delayed time. But bottom line is, we are Saturday and Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific time. The Saturday show is a one-hour show. Sunday is two hours. We hope to have the godfather, Larry Merchant, who's en route from Las Vegas. Of course, he was a hit of the town last night. Everybody wanted a picture with the godfather. There's all kinds of pictures on Facebook of boxing fans and Larry Merchant. Of course, Larry Merchant went to the Canelo Alvarez of Sergey Kovalev fight last night, which was a dramatic event. And that Sergey Kovalev won all kinds of rounds. I had him, like, win in the fight when they stopped it. At the end of the night, though, man, I'm talking about Mr. Canelo Alvarez came back and just, just closed the show. I mean, that's the way it's supposed to be done. I don't think he could have won any other way. People say, hey, you know, maybe that strategy was terrible. This, No, no, no. I just don't think he could have won any other way. I don't think so. I think he was fighting a bigger man. I think he needed to let that bigger man get tired, let that bigger man get spent, and then hit him with a couple of shots here and there. I mean, there weren't a lot of punches. I mean, it wasn't like a Hagler-Hearn slugfest or anything like that, but there were decent punches being thrown back and forth. Kovalev didn't want to commit himself, it looked like. He looked like he was afraid to commit himself with the right hand because he was always pulling out before he was completed before he completed throwing his punches. So what am I trying to tell you? Maybe Serge was a little scared last night. Straight up, Kovalev, a loser. The 10th round, Mr. Uh, <laughs> Canelo Alvarez, still that one, that one loss, only to, of course, Mr. Floyd Mayweather. Straight up, he's rocking and rolling. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211. Now, let's listen. 
clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car? repaired need home improvement money visit moneynow100.com if you need fast cash for any reason go to moneynow100.com good bad or no credit at all go to moneynow100.com you could get up to five thousand dollars as soon as the next business day go to moneynow100.com on your phone tablet or computer type in the address bar moneynow100.com that's moneynow the number 100.com Football and basketball seasons are in full swing. So get into the game with our exclusive sports betting partners, betonline.ag. Sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit to start betting college or professional sports. Every spread, every total, every winner or loser. Straight bet, parlay, or tease your way through the season. You can even bet on wild proposition bets like... Who will be the first head coach to get fired? Or who will win the NBA MVP? Get the fastest to market odds, updates, and payouts with our new sportsbook partners, betonline.ag. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to join and use promo code COACH55. That's COACH55 to receive your 50% welcome bonus. Betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. I love iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Love it. Everywhere, man. <laughs> Seriously. Everywhere, man. 20 million songs from 450,000 artists. iHeartRadio. Reno, Chicago, Fargo, Minnesota, Buffalo, Toronto, Winslow, Sarasota. I create my own radio stations. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Welcome back to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Of course, a sports byline production. My name is Pedro Fernandez. We're talking boxing MMA today only on Sports Byline. I'm just ready to get it on and crush this guy's skull. Ah, I feel good. The Godfather of Soul means the Godfather of retired HBO Godfather. It's got to be in the house. He's the most popular guy in Las Vegas. How many pictures did you take this weekend? Thousands? Uh, it's not millions, yes. <laughs> well, I'm proud of you because everybody that took a picture was ecstatic, Godfather, and you look happy too. Did you have a good weekend? Yes, I did. I'm, I'm glad I, I came up here and uh, because I was so curious about how the fight was going to play out, and um, we, we saw it. How, how did it play out in your mind? I'm sorry. I, I how did how that. did it play out? I mean, it was a tactical fight. I mean, how did it play out in yeah. your mind? Well, it was a tactical fight. I 
I thought Kovalev was winning the fight. And um, he got tired around the ninth, tenth round. You could see him uh, got his jab, which was controlling the fight, was suddenly a little sluggish, no snap mm-hmm. to it. And uh, but I, it, I didn't know that that meant he was going to get knocked out until he got knocked out. <laughs> I, well, what about this kid Ryan Garcia? I mean, holy cow! Five foot ten inch, hundred thirty five pounds, Victorville, California, where he's come from. It's not too far, halfway down the coast here. What a what he looks like a, a hell of a prospect. Well, that's what everybody thinks, and um, he stole the show before the big show started, and uh, Canelo stole it back in the eleventh round. I guess that's the way to put it. The kid's got four point three million Instagram followers. I don't know what that means, but he's a very popular guy on social media. He's a but popular, all of them, he's a, go on. He's he's a smart, good looking kid and he seems to have his wits about him and uh he's in no rush to be rushed into fights that he hasn't shown he's ready for. A couple of years from now, uh we'll see if he's the the big showstopper that says they're hoping for. At the end of the day, Canelo answered a lot of questions. I mean, the ability to move up and fight a man was 15 pounds bigger than him, et cetera, et cetera. Let's talk of moving to cruiserweight. That, that was just poppy. T- that's just nonsense, right? Cruiserweight? That's what he was saying <laughs> in the paper this morning. <laughs> well, I didn't hear that one. But, you know, he's, he's got big dreams for himself, and he's challenged himself all along the way and um, and made his handlers very anxious and nervous at times because he insisted on fighting fighters they didn't think he was quite ready for. So I salute him. He wants, he wants to be the best. He wants to be um, not just a, a, a champion or even a great champion, but a a great man who somehow transcends the sport. And so he's willing to take these risks, and uh, that's very unusual in boxing. Yeah, you remind me of a man that transcends a lot of things. Anyway, I want to thank you for your time. Kiss the God Mama when you go home, and I'm glad you had such a great weekend. And you know what? All those people you took pictures with, you made their lives special. You just don't realize that, but you did. Okay, thank you, Pedro. I got to get on this ship here. I know you, the godfather, Larry Merchant, going to get on a flight to L.A., of course, out of Las Vegas. Now, Canelo Alvarez, 53-1 and one now, of course, that one loss to Floyd Mayweather, 36 KOs. I had him behind by three points, three or four points. I wasn't really keeping a real close scorecard. But I had Kovalev, like, winning the first four rounds, and I was saying to myself, what's he going to do mathematically? This is not a fight you're going to win on points. Well, obviously, the intention was not to win the fight on points. The intention was to stop Kovalev late in the fight. Sergi said he got tired about the sixth round, the seventh round. He said he hadn't recovered from his last fight against Andre Yardy, which was like about, what, a month and a half, two months ago. Bottom line was, you know, he was coming off two good camps. I think if he had, I think he had the best chance he was ever going to have. He really did. But he needed to assert himself, and he didn't try to assert himself. He tried to box. And, you know, I don't know what's up with these guys. They get in. They get in the ring and they try to box guys. I don't get it. I just don't get it. I mean, when Tommy Hearns wanted to fight Ray Leonard, Instead of trying to go in there and knock him out, he tried to outbox him. 
when Marvin Hagler stepped in the ring with Ray Leonard, instead of trying to knock him out, assert his physical strength, assert his his, his natural size, dominance all on yards, he tried to box him. I don't get it, man. Strategy is just so simple in certain fights, and yet guys don't employ it. I'm talking about Sergi last night. <clears throat> I mean, he could have got up off that dime and maybe threw a left hook here and there, and he didn't throw a left hook. He wasn't throwing punches with bad intentions. Now, the word on the internet was, ooh, he took a dive. He threw the fight in the 10th round, that he wasn't tired, that his knees didn't touch the canvas, but he was knocked out, et cetera, et cetera. Come on, man. He got hit pretty hard. The guy was tired. Give him a break. Even if he was taking an easy way out, he didn't take the easiest way out. He didn't say, hey, look, no moss, I'm quitting. No, he just took, he took a few shots and it was time to go out. I mean, it wasn't competitive at that point in time. You could see that Kovalev was folding. He was beginning to wince from shots. He was, as I said, pulling out before. And that was a problem from the start, is that he was pulling out before he would step in. And that means you have no intestinal, no confidence in yourself. Your stones are sort of small, okay? Because if you feel the gusto, you step in with those shots, and you dig your feet into the canvas, and that's the way you knock people out like Ryan Garcia did last night. Although I thought that punch was a little funny, but he hit him on the top of the head, and that was sort of it. Man, that Ryan Garcia, we'll hear from him. We'll hear from Kovalov. We'll hear from Canelo a little bit later in the show. And we'll also hear from Jorge Masvidal. Did I tell you? And it's uh, USC 244 going off, of course, in New York City. The Garden, Madison Square Garden. Nate Diaz, the smack talker, of course, from the 209 area code just across the bay. I'm talking about Stockton, California, the brother and uh, Nate, Nick Diaz. Nick and Nate Diaz, two bad dudes, no doubt about that. Well, being bad ain't doesn't mean you're going to win every fight, especially if you go into fights and you're already cut. Tyson Fury, are you listening to me? Because the bottom line was Nate Diaz went into that fight last night with cuts that probably weren't all the way healed, and they got ripped open. And once they got ripped open, that fight had to be stopped. He was still getting beat, but the fight was stopped on cuts. You are tuned in the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast. And, of course, this is the two-hour edition every Sunday. We come to you at 11 a.m. Pacific time for two hours right here live on Sports Byline. My name is Pedro Fernandez. You can follow me on Facebook at Pedro Pete Fernandez or Ring Talk. Check it. You're tuning in the Mighty Sports Byline broadcaster. Wow. What can I say about last night's fight? Says I'm still blown away by him. I just am. I mean, it was just, it was an incredible night of boxing. It was. I mean, not only did, did, uh, did, did Ryan Garcia steal the show for a minute, and then, of course, like the Godfather said, so Alvarez stole it back, man. But Michael, uh, Michael Burchell was a fabulous winner last night, stopping Jason Sosa. I mean, these are just good-looking fighters. And next week, we've got uh, Inouye taking on Nanito Donaire, the Filipino Flash, going over to Tokyo to probably get probably get annihilated. But that's, you know, that's the way the boxing game is. Old guys go in and fight young guys and get beat up. Very rarely do the old guys win. Of course, Nanito Donaire and, and Inouye going to go back and forth on the 7th of November from uh, Tokyo, but it'll be live on the zone. That's right, the zone. Have you got the zone? The zone was sort of st- I'm glad I brought up the zone. Time to talk some smack about the zone. I got three minutes here. I think I'll do it. Um, last night they delayed the start of the main event. I was looking to watch the fight without the sound on, you know, because I like to do that a lot. Because when you have the sound on, these guys, they're you know, they tend to prejudice your thoughts and that kind of good stuff. You know, I mean, I could see a good right hand. I, I could watch boxing matches and figure it out without the sound. You don't need these guys telling me, ooh, 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 that was a good punch. No, I could see that. Um, but the bottom line was I turned on the sound last night, and I'm watching these fights, and I'm saying to myself, you know, Kovalev is, is, is getting smoked here. I mean, Kovalev is going to get knocked out here in the end. I mean, that was the way history wanted it to be, and it sort of turned out that way. But the fact that 
that that the zone made us wait until the Nate Diaz uh, Jorge Masvidal fight was over in New York City at Madison Square Garden, also on pay per view. I thought that was a bit of a ripoff because we had to wait like an hour. We had to wait like an hour. I saw Sergey Kovalev laying down in the dressing room, and I'm saying to myself, "What's he laying down now for? He can lay down later." Ooh, I'm just kidding. But you know, he could lay down later. But no, he was laying down then. What was he doing laying down then? Because there was an hour. This like 45 minutes to an hour before they called these guys into the ring. So in the meantime. Devin Haney's got about 35 minutes worth of interview time. He deserves about three. I mean, you know, it was just like they, they kept pushing and pushing and talking. I mean, they were pontificating and it just got so old and so I wanted to cancel my DAZN subscription right then and there. Bottom line is they're lucky I didn't. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 35, make that 36 years of radio presence. Check it out. Ring Talk returns right after the break. Eracism is not another ism, a schism, or a brick in a wall around a prison, not incarceration mind. We're deep within the gallows, you find like what frightens you. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 Once again, that's 800-932-5517 If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. 800-593-7491. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. 
Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, coming to you Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, only on Sports Byline. Canelo felt he had to be patient last night. Says in the end, I connected the uh, for the numbers. Canelo now 53 and one, two draws, 36 KOs. Of course, Kovalev losing for the fourth time now, 34 and four, one draw, 29 KOs. Of course, the 175 pound champion out of Russia. Now the official scorecards. I think Dave Moretti and Julie Letterman had it 96-94 for Canelo, and the other judge had it even. I had it 96-94 for the other guy. I had it 96-94 for Kovalev. I thought Kovalev was like, as far as the scores were concerned, he was rocking and rolling, man. I mean, you win like four of the first first four rounds. You ain't got to win too many more rounds after that to win a fight on points. That's what Ray Leonard figured out. Uh, when he fought Marvin Hagler back in 1987. That's what Marvin couldn't figure out. He couldn't do the math. He goes, how did I lose that fight? How did I lose that fight? Well, add it up, pal. He gave up the first five rounds. There's five rounds right there, okay? So all Ray had to do was two, win two rounds after that from uh, round six to round 12. And I think he won two rounds after that. So therefore, Marvin Hagler lost the fight. He st- we still argue about it. When I see him at different conventions around the world or at boxing events. Um, he said, hey, you still think, I, yeah, I think Ray won by two points tonight. Anyway, Canelo, the pound-for-pound pound king, no doubt about that, talking about moving up to cruiserweight. I don't know if he'll move up to cruiserweight, but this is, to put it this way, let's hear what he had to say post-fight last night. There's, there's Canelo. Canelo. Congratulations. You are now a light heavyweight champion, adding it to your collection. You knew coming in this was going to be a tough fight, but you make your debut at light heavyweight and you win spectacularly. What did you think of your performance? No, me siento muy contento. Primero que nada, muchas gracias a todos por estar aquí. Agradecido con ustedes. Es un paso más en mi carrera para seguir con la historia. Y nomás les pido que, que tengan paciencia. El Canelo, el Canelo es garantía. All I want to say is thank you very much. I want to thank everyone for being here. I'm very thankful with everyone. And this is just a step in my career, in my history. And all I ask of you is to be patient. Be patient because Canelo, Canelo will make history. He provides guarantees. A nice handshake there between you and Sergey Kovalev. No, you have a lot of respect for Kovalev. What was the game plan? coming into this fight because it seemed a lot like how you fought Golovkin the second time. You kept coming forward trying to get in range and looking to land those power shots. Eh, la clave fue tener paciencia, ¿no? Nosotros creíamos que iba a ser cinco o seis rounds los que me iba a tardar para poder eh, buscar esto, pero fueron más, es un, pele- un gran peleador y pues yo soy nuevo en este peso también, ¿no? Eh, le doy crédito a él, es un gran peleador, pero gracias a Dios, el plan de trabajo solamente se retrasó un poco. The plan overall was patience. That was basically it, to have patience. We knew that it was going to be five or six rounds, and it was going to take some time for me to, to get him. But obviously, he's a great fighter, you know. But again, I'm new in this weight. I'm new in this division. And much credit to him. He's a great fighter. But, you know, but we stuck to our game plan, basically. And basically, it was delayed a little bit. But overall, it was successful. Take me through the end of this fight, because entering that final round, it felt like a close fight. Sergey was throwing a lot of jabs. 
and then you came up and delivered a winner. What did you see? Sí, no, obviamente estaba cerrada la pelea porque estaba usando, utilizando muy bien su 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 jab, lo estaba utilizando bastante bien, estaba con, haciendo puntos, pero sabíamos que teníamos que cerrar los tres últimos asaltos, no los de campeonato, para que esto pasara. Y gracias a Dios todo salió como como queríamos. You know, it was a very close fight. It was a close fight because he was uh, defensive, you know, he was closing up, he was closing up his guard. You know, all he was doing was trying to establish points and get points, you know, but we knew it would come, inevitably it would come, and every, everything came out the way we had planned. You are now a 175-pound champion, but do you leave a fight like this thinking, I like 175 pounds, I can fight more at 175 pounds, or does moving Mac back down make more sense to you? Bueno, ahorita toca descansar, ¿no? La idea era pelear y bajar a las 160, 168, pero ¿por qué no otra en 175? You know, now we have to relax and relax a bit. You know, yes, the plan was to go down to 160, 165, but we have to relax. But why not? On the undercard last night, a couple of women duked it out in a bloodbath, and it usually doesn't happen to women bouts, but of course there was a headbutt involved here, and one, one lady was gashed open. But uh, Sinisa Superbad Estrada and Marlon Esparza, wow, they went back and forth for like, can I say, three-minute rounds and you know they want to be like men and they want i mean women want to be like men they want to be equal to men right they do i mean that's the big thing now everything's equal rights and that kind of good stuff well you know in boxing matches a lot of people feel that women should go two-minute rounds why because you know they're more exciting rounds some say that women don't have the endurance etc but yet in the world of mixed martial arts women go five-minute rounds and they go five hard-minute rounds so the bottom line here is that women's boxing as unentertaining as it is is not addressed properly, and I keep repeating this week after week, and I'm sorry if I'm being redundant. But listen, if you have in women's in women's World Series, in the Women's World Series, when baseball, they, they use smaller bats, okay? I mean, I, do I have to keep going? The tennis court is smaller. The golf course is shorter, okay? So therefore, the gloves in a boxing match with two women going back and forth should be equal, but they should be commensurate with the leverage and the power that the women could put on the blows, and since women are slapping each other around, that's all they do is like a pillow fight, man. Just give them two pillows. Let them throw pillows back and forth. That would probably be more entertaining than a lot of these boxing matches. But no, no, no. The powers that be think that women's boxing should be very clean. It shouldn't have any cuts. shouldn't have any blood involved. Listen, if you want women's boxing to take off, if you want it to be a real sport, you got you to let it evolve. And that means... You know, some violence, because that's what people want. People want to see violent women. How do you think Ronda Rousey rose to the number one position in all of athletics? How do you think she did that? I mean, as far as combat sports, she was the most popular thing going there for a while. How? 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 She did it by being brutal, by being violent, by going out there and stopping people inside. There's arm bars and that kind of good stuff. I mean, she was she was putting it together. When she was on top, she was on top till somebody figured her out. But the bottom line was she delivered violence. Amanda Nunes, she delivers violence. She knocked out Chris Cyborg Santos, Cyborg Santos, another woman that delivers violence. Can you think of anybody in the world of women's boxing that delivers violence, delivers entertainment, that can put leverage on a punch and knock somebody out if they hit them flat on the chin, square on the chin with, a, with an 8 or a 10-ounce glove? No, you can't say that because you're not seeing it happen. Clarissa Shields, her fight got canceled a few weeks ago. Thank God that was the greatest thing could ever happen to the world of boxing, not having to watch Clarissa Shields fight one more time. In fact, Clarissa, if you got a job at the Goodwill tomorrow, you know what I say? Good riddance. No, I'm serious. I mean, listen, Christy Martin, Lucia Riker. Lucia Riker was probably the best female fighter of all time. But Lucia Riker and Christy Martin 
those women, how can I put it? They brought it and they gave it and they took it. And nowadays it seems like they want to protect these pretty girls or they don't want girls uh, in boxing that are ugly. They don't want girls getting ugly. And well, in the world of mixed martial arts, the girl's got her nose on the other side of her face. If she feels she won the fight, she's happy. She goes back, she gets her nose fixed. Okay. But in boxing, they don't want to show that. Then what am I trying to tell you? Last night, there was a WB fight, as I said, with a uh, hundred, with uh, three, three minute rounds for women. And the WBC president, Mauricio Suleiman, okay, Suleiman, um, he was complaining of that it was a bloodbath and that women should only fight two minutes in the set. Well, if you're willing to say that women should only fight two minutes, why are they carrying the same size gloves as a man when in baseball, in baseball, they wear us use a smaller glove in, in basketball, they use a smaller ball. I mean, why is it that women's boxing is the same, but every other sport is different? Think about that. Bottom line is, that's why women's boxing sucks as bad as it does. And it sucks, man. I mean, the WBO can say what they want. They've got some decent women champions and this and that. But, you know, it's not something. If you put on an entire card of women's boxing, I can guarantee you this. You will put crack addicts, tweaking crack addicts to sleep. They will they will follow. So you will put them to sleep. It's hypnotic. It is. I mean, it's like you're being hypnotized, man, by just dullness, dullness. It's not what you expect when you want it, when you Watch combat sports, but yet every woman's bout, with the exception of this bout last night, because, you know, it had the blood from the headbutts and that's kind of good stuff, and the girl's bleeding out of her head. But outside of that, you know, most of these women's bouts are so under-entertaining. Who would ever want to watch women's boxing again, except maybe one of the women's, um, a family member? I mean, outside of a family member, these fights are nothing. They're terrible. And there's, and they're, and, and, and to even, to even, how can I put that? To even put these women in the same ring with eight and 10 ounce gloves, uh, as the same weight as men. In other words, if you got a 154-pound woman, she's wearing the same glove as a 154-pound man. Now, we know she can't hit maybe maybe 40 or 50%, maybe 55 to 60% as hard as he can hit. But she's carrying the same glove. See my point? That's why things don't happen in the world of women's boxing. We have open phone lines around the planet. 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. Of course, we also got the, the uh, no commitment. <laughs> the text line. And I got some hot text here. Anyway, bottom line is the weekend was hot and happening, so I've got some text to read after the break. But the text studio text line, if you like to text us here in the studio, and I'll read your stuff on the air for the most part if it's cool. Four one, even if it's not cool. 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. So the big bitch of the day is not women's boxing. It's the fact that the zone, whoever those buffoons were at the zone decided they were going to hold the the uh canelo uh alvarez fight until after the fight on usc took place i thought that was a ripoff i thought you made us sit there hey, listen to it. it was like 1 15 in the morning 1 30 in the morning these guys are fighting i mean in the east coast if i was in atlantic city or new jersey or or doing the ac fights back to them i'd be pissed off having to cover a fight at 1 30 in the morning what kind of crap is that anyway bottom line is you are tuned to the mighty sports byline broadcast or once again the studio text line 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. The studio line, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. You're tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Don't forget, Ring Talk airs Saturday and Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific. I'm right here on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, and of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211.
the decision now. Let's listen. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right. The World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. The chilly weather is here, and the holidays are just around the corner. And as the days get shorter, it may feel like you have no time to finish those lingering home projects on your to-do list. Luckily, HomeAdvisor can give you a hand so you can sit back and enjoy the holiday cheer. From minor repairs to major remodels, HomeAdvisor will connect you with top-rated pros in your area who can help with any home project, from painting and plumbing to furnace repair and even hanging up those holiday lights. The pros have been reviewed by your neighbors so you can see what others thought of their work. And if you're not sure how much your project should cost, get multiple quotes from pros and use HomeAdvisor's Project Cost Guide to see what others paid for similar projects. And to top it all off, you can book appointments online. No more phone tag. HomeAdvisor makes it beyond easy. So get your projects done now before the holiday rush. And to find the right pro at a fair price, just ask HomeAdvisor. Go to HomeAdvisor.com or download the free award-winning HomeAdvisor app today. Hey, travelers. Do you want to save money on your next flight? Then pick up the phone and call. That's right. Call. Because the best prices are not online. They're with SmartFares. See, SmartFares has special deals with the airlines. When they have unsold seats, they use SmartFares to fill them. So you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. iHeartRadio, an app so powerful, it holds 20 million songs from 450,000 artists. Thousands of the best live radio stations, custom stations, and stations created just for you. It's anywhere and it's everywhere. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download the app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Check it, sports fans. You're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide in exclusive Sports Byline production. Tell me, uh, Sergey Kovalev wasn't like long in the tooth. The bottom line was he, of course, captured that first title back in 2013 when he <clears throat> turned back Britain's Nathan Cleverly. Cleverly was a good fighter, came in undefeated, and, of course, he uh, left out inside the distance. So Cleverly was a good fighter, and then he went on one, two, three, four. He fought Hopkins. What I think was sort of funny was that he's supposed to be in his prime. I'm talking about Sergey Kovalev, right? And in 2014, a year after he wins the championship, he fights Bernard Hopkins. And Hopkins is like 95 years. Hopkins is older than Scott Cuddy and me put together, okay? And yet Hopkins went 12 rounds with him. Not a good, not a good sign there. He stopped Gene Pasquale uh, once and he won a decision over him in a rematch. 
Um, of course, Andre Ward lost both fights. Andre Ward, the first one, big controversial, but he came back in the second fight. I'm talking about Andre Ward, and he like slayed all the controversy when he slayed Mr. Kovalev, of course, stopping him inside the distance. Kovalev drops the title. Then, of course, he retires. I'm talking about Andre Ward. So now Kovalev gets a shot back to grab the WBO light heavyweight title. So he fights a young man from Colombia in Illidator Alvarez. I say to myself, man, Alvarez looks like the stuff. <clears throat> so Alvarez knocks him out in Atlantic City uh, at the Mark Edis Arena. My buddy Mark Edis. Remember, he used to tell me he was, he was Donald Trump's lawyer? Yeah, Mark Edis. Anyway, the Mark Edis Arena at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Anyway, he knocks out, Alvarez knocks out uh, Kovalev, and then Kovalev comes back at a rematch and wins the decision. So what can I say? I guess he's back. Then he fights Anthony Yardy. Of course, Yardy, a young buck that Andre Ward was training. Uh, Yardy has him down. He has Yardy down. He ends up stopping Yardy in the late in the fight. Bottom line is Yardy now 18-1. But Kovalov steps into this um, Alvarez fight, you know, like, what, three months, two and a half months after the first fight. And, you know, he was, probably wasn't healed, probably wasn't truly rested and healed in this net. But then again, there's a flip side of it where you didn't have to put a, an old guy through a whole nother camp to get him in shape again. He was already in shape. So there's flips and there's pros and cons to fighting again when you're old and when you're not. And anyway, bottom line is he was going to lose no matter what, I think. I really do. I think that Mr. Um, De La Hoya and company and the people of the zone, they're not stupid. They're not going to put Saul Alvarez in a fight with that $365 million contract on the line, even competitive fight or not, and not, not think that he's going to win. I mean, they're not, they're not going to shoot themselves in the head. They're just not going to do it unless it's a mega, mega, mega fight. And believe me, Mr. Kovalov is not going to make a fight. Anyway, speaking of Mr. Kovalov, seeing this will probably be the last time we ever hear from him, let's hear what he has to say post-fight. Sergey, Sergey, it was a tough fight. It looked like you were doing what you wanted to do in the early part of that fight. It looked like the game plan, it was working for you. Was it? Uh, yeah, a little bit, you know, I tired like after around, I believe after around six, because I had a last fight very close, you know, but it's okay, it's it's good experience for me, uh, Canelo is a really great champion, you know, and uh, a little bit uh, right now, didn't recover from my last fight, but it's okay, uh, thanks for fight, Canelo, uh, big respect to him. He makes history, you know, uh, and uh, thank you very much who, who came, supports me. I love you guys. You are a terrific jabber, one of the best in boxing. We saw a lot of that tonight. We didn't see many of those big right hands that you've been known for. Why didn't you throw that right hand more? Uh, I don't know, like, uh, because uh, to less uh, open my body, like... Uh, I had instructions from from a corner, like using more jab and uh, safe, but, but just a tired, just a tired. Didn't didn't uh, like enough, not enough uh, my stamina, you know, like for because maybe fight was close last time, but it's okay. I, I'll be back. I'll be back much stronger. So you do feel like you'll be back. You're 36 years old. A loss like this, what does that make you think in terms of your career long term? Uh, you know, like, uh, I know that I can uh, unify a champion, you know, like, just uh, let's make a unification fight. But nobody wants to fight me, you know, like, in my division. <laughs> this guy more more, uh, more fresher, you know, he came in this division more fresher, you know, like, and, uh, 34, he has a more stamina, like, but it's okay, it's good experience for me. 
Thanks for a strong performance, Sergey. Thank you very much for your support. I wouldn't call it a strong performance. <clears throat> I would call it a performance where I didn't bring both, 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 uh, both the things that are supposed to be on my sack. I mean, I think I came up one nut short here. I really do. Because I'm really feeling this, that if you have a 15 or 20-pound weight advantage on somebody and you're much bigger than somebody, you need to rain blows down on them with leverage. You need to be throwing punches at their head and their neck and their body and this kind of stuff. You need to be throwing punches with with bad intentions on them. And, you know, you don't pull out. I keep trying to tell you that. You know, in the old days, maybe pulling out worked, but, you know, but not in boxing. Just not, it doesn't work in boxing. It doesn't. You can't just pull straight out while you're throwing. And that's what Kovalev did all night long. He was scared of the retaliation. Didn't like the stuff coming in on the on the rebound there. And, you know, more power to him because, you know, he went 10 rounds. And some people try to say it was a bit of a dive there at the end. Come on, man. The guy got hit with some good, clean shots. I mean, good, clean shots like that. And, of course, Kovalev um, had been stopped before. And, and Mr. 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 Alvarez, Alvarez, Canelo Alvarez is on top of things right now. He's the man. I mean, you look at that body, 173 pounds, whatever he was. <clears throat> I don't know if that was a real weight or not. But he looked pretty big and buff, not only fat on him. So I'm trying to say is he could probably carry 175 pounds in three or four years if he were to fight that long. And we really don't know how many, how long he's going to fight because, you know, this contract he's got, it's like, was 11 fights. He's got three of them done now already, right? Three? Is it two or three? Anyway, so like eight or nine fights left. And, of course, there's all kinds of guys out there to fight. There's Golovkin again. And a lot of people would like to see that Triple G rematch or that, that, that third fight. Of course, the first fight being a draw. Canelo winning the second fight pretty convincingly. And they want to see that third fight. I don't know why. I'm not starving <clears throat> to see Triple G again. I don't need to see old men. If I want to see old men, I just put on the Sergey Kovalev replay of last night. That's all. I don't need to see senior citizens in boxing. Golovkin, he's older than dirt. I mean, he was around for the first supper. I kid you not. He was there <clears throat> when Joe Lewis fought in the amateurs. That's how old Golovkin is. <clears throat> Triple G, <clears throat> excuse me, all kinds of respect for him. I mean, he had a good role. I mean, he went on a hell of a role, knocking guys out left and right. But, you know, I look back at that resume there, and although I was blowing them left and right, a lot of that stuff wasn't all that that lofty i mean come on man some of the guys he beat were like you know ham, not ham and eggers but just a little bit better than ham and eggers but i think it was the the manner in which he was beating them decisively and with you know violent body shots and combinations and things like that i think that's what sort of got him in uh in in the fans mind and i think he deserved to be there <clears throat> but at this point in time he's an also ran i'm talking about triple g triple g is done man stick a fork in him he'll come back and fight canelo one more time and this time he gets stopped and that's what Canelo's, Canelo's probably going to do. Going to probably drop down to 160 or 168. You know, the 160, <clears throat> that might be a, that might be never happening again as far as he's concerned. Because, you know, you can fight at 160. There's a whole lot of difference, folks, when you get eight pounds. Of course, you're fighting a bigger guy. But when you get eight pounds to play with. In other words, if they're telling you, hey, you know, you got to go down to 139. When they told me I had to go to 139, I used to say, oh, freak out, man. Because, you know, I would only weigh like 153 pounds when I started training, 154, something like that. And I come down and I get to 139 and a half, 139 and three quarters. I'd be dying. But you make 139 and it's over with. It's over in a minute. Of course, that, and remember, boxes only weigh for a minute. That's what people say. Hey, he weighed 154 pounds. Or weighed, no, no. Canelo weighed in 173 pounds uh, for the weigh in the day before yesterday, of course. But that was just for a minute. Both they started drinking water and rehydrating himself. Him and Kovalev, uh, I guess the, the cap on this was 185. Neither guy can come in to the ring over 185 pounds. And Kovalev will have some problems making the weight to begin with. Had to get on the scale once, twice, maybe three times. 
on Friday afternoon. You know, I'm going to say, at the end of the day, I just don't know if he gave 100%. I just don't know if he had it in his heart. In other words, I just didn't, I just didn't, I, you know, in the way he sort of resigned there in, in, in the post-fight, that post-fight interview there, sort of saying, yeah, you know, I mean, it was like no big thing that he lost, man. It was a big thing that he lost, unless he was expecting to lose. Could that be the case? Our text line, hot and happening. Text us here in the studio, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. In hour number two, we will uh, delve into the world of MMA and bring you an interview with Jorge Masvidal. Of course, the winner last night over in Nate Diaz when the doctor stopped the fight in the Madison Square Garden when Diaz was bleeding like Tyson Fury, <clears throat> only worse. Anyway, we'll talk about the Tyson Fury cut and, 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 <clears throat> and the Nate Diaz cut in hour number two when we bring in Jorge Masvidal. And in addition, we'll hear from Ryan Garcia in hour number two. Who is Ryan? Ryan's a um, <laughs> Ryan stole the show last night. You're already there, Larry Merchant said. He stole the show. That one-punch knockout, <clears throat> I don't care what Canelo did later in the fight. That one-punch knockout sort of what I remember about last night more than Canelo winning the light heavyweight championship was how Ryan Garcia took that tough Filipino out and just annihilated him. I mean, the first round, but boom, I think it was a minute and 24 seconds. Anyway, we'll hear from Ryan Garcia. Of course, he wants to hook it up with he's got all kinds of guys that he's fought in the amateurs and he's got some amateur rivals he wants to go back and forth with so we'll talk about we'll hear from that we'll hear about that in depth from the prospect or the or the the next golden boy call him what you want man the kid looks like he's like <clears throat> that's how that's how good oscar was <clears throat> remember i used to tell you that oscar was better in the amateurs than he was as a pro well when oscar used to throw blows as an amateur he threw blows and finished with the left hook always okay didn't do so much as a pro but as an amateur, he did so always. This kid, I'm talking about Ryan Garcia, who we here from an hour number two. He just blew me away. You know what? He's got 4.3 million Instagram followers, so more power to him. Also an hour number two of this uh, two-hour show. <clears throat> Excuse me, man. I've got some voice problems tonight. What's happening is in California, we've got these wildfires going on. And evidently, they are, you know, all over the state. And and even though we're like a couple hundred miles from a from a uh, from a fire, 80 or 100 miles from a fire, the smoke is still messing up the air and there's air pollution and people having difficulties breathing. Of course, there's no electricity in parts of the state because the Pacific Gas and Electric shut off the power. They shut off the power. In fact, I think they started a lot of these fires themselves. And I don't mean they went out with matches and started them. I think that they had accidental things where, where different wires set off fires. So, I mean, they sort of proved that with a couple of videos. At the end of the day, Pacific Gas and Electric needs to be taken over by the state of California. These people have been doing things out here as far as gas and electricity is concerned my entire life. And guess what? They have not done a very good job. Upcoming, USC Fight Pass, of course, that's November the 7th, the same day as Inouye and, uh, and Nonito Nair going, of course, on the zone. But USC Fight Pass got Alex Flores versus Mario Haridia. That's going to be a heavyweight match November the 7th. November 7th, of course, Donaire. Nonito there, the Filipino Flash, been on the show many, many times. Of course, his peak, I thought, was uh, July 7th, 2007, 7 7 0 That's right, 7 Of course, that was when he took on Vic Tarcini and knocked Vic into another time zone. They asked Vic, hey, Vic, what's it like to be knocked out? Vic goes, knocked out? What are you talking about? I didn't even get knocked out. What, are you crazy? Yeah, that's what happened. That's why you shouldn't interview a guy after he gets knocked out. He doesn't know where he's at. He definitely didn't know where he was. Okay, that is November 7th. It's rocking and rolling. Of course, that date, circle it on your calendar. Also on the same bill, Nordin Umba going to take on Takura Unul. That's going to be for the um, for the WBC Bantamweight title. So, you know, this is going to this is, this is going to be really good. You got a couple of noise going in title fights. Okay, 
and you got good fighters in Nito Tonero, although he may be a little long in the tooth at 34, 35, 36 years old. I don't know how old he is now, but he's old. Okay, he is. He's old. And, you know, you don't take as well as you did when you were young. That's why young guys rule combat sports. No, Nito Donaire, probably going to lose next week. Strike it out November 7th, only on the zone. You're tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. I'll go to the text after the break. The text line, once again, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Sports Byline, iHeartRadio, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit and 98% of all applicants are approved it's that simple with AmeriFactors there's no more waiting for your customers to pay we give you the funds up front then we wait for your customers to pay us fund your business today call AmeriFactors right now 800-847-1183 800-847-1183 that's 800-847-1183 It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. 
That's 800-584-2519. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Works for me. Wow, what can I say? This is the sound of the new Tower of Power. Check it out, 2019 version, Tower of Power on the soul side of town. You check out the new album at towerofpower.com. You are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide and the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcasting. Of course, the 23rd of this month in Las Vegas at the MGM Grand. Of course, USA Fox pay-per-view. Deontay Wilder, the undefeated WBC title holder in the heavyweight division, coming to us, of course, out of Mobile, Alabama, or some boxing head somewhere in Alabama. Anyway, bottom line, is unbeaten. Of course, that one draw with Tyson Fury where he got lost. He got licked like a stamp. Of course, only winning the two rounds in which he knocked down Tyson Fury if he won that second round. Talk about the 12th round because Tyson Fury got up it was licking him like a stamp there after the knockdown. Anyway, he's going to go again with Luis Ortiz. Luis Ortiz is a Cuban guy, of course, who was popped a couple times for steroids. Remember that? He said he was taking steroids because he had high blood pressure or something like that and had to take steroids to get rid of the blood pressure, some kind of crap like that. Anyway, he was winning his last fight when he beat uh, Christian Hammer over a decision over 10 rounds. That was at the Barclays Center in New York, of course. They're going to hook it up in their rematch. They did this a couple of years ago, and, you know, I take that back in 2018, March. I wasn't a big fan of that fight because I know, although Wilder showed some flaws there, I mean, Ortiz looked old as dirt. And when you're 39 years old, 40 years old, and you're a Cuban, you're probably lying about your age. Why am I saying that? Because I work with a lot of Cubans that came out of Miami, or that were in Miami, came out of Cuba, and they all sort of tattletailed about their age to an extent. Not all of them, but a good percentage of them. So the point was, the point is that you've got to take what they say as far as their age is concerned with a grain of salt. Now, of course, on top, that main event, Deontay Wilder, Luis Ortiz, 41 and zip with a draw, 31 and 1, the one loss to Deontay Wilder. Luis Neary, Bantamweight champion, 118 pounds, 18, uh, take up 118 pounds, undefeated in 35, second on Emmanuel Rodriguez, 19 and 1. And Leo Santa Cruz, one of the pound for pound top 10 guys, 36, 1 and 1, taking on Miguel Flores, 24 and 2. That's part of that USA Fox pay per view card, the 23rd from Las Vegas, Nevada, and the MGM Grand. Now, Ring Talk Live Worldwide continues. Hour number two upcoming on iHeartRadio and SportsByline.com. Don't forget, hour number two, we'll hear from Jorge Masvidal, of course, the baddest dude in the world as far as MMA is concerned. And, 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 we'll hear from Ryan Garcia. Straight up, you're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide. Stay tuned for hour number two. Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save 
save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-405-2561. 800-405-2561. That's 800-405-2561. Ladies and gentlemen, live from the West Coast, it's time for Ring Talk Live Worldwide. For over 30 years and still, and still, your inside look into boxing and mixed martial arts. You know what? As long as she fights me 135 pounds, I don't care if she's injecting a horse demon into her eyeballs. Heard live around the world. And brought to you by the World Boxing Organization. And now, and now, live from the Ring Talk Studios in San Francisco, here's the host of the longest running fight show in history, Pedro Fernandez. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio, of course, Sirius XM, Satellite Radio, Channel 211, the Dan Patrick Channel. Bottom line is, this is hour number two if you're listening to us live on Sports Byline. Of course, each every Sunday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, Ring Talk Lairs live for two hours on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. And don't forget, No Holds Barred follows it up at 5 p.m. Pacific Time each and every Sunday as well, right here on Sports Byline. Straight up, boxing MMA for the next hour. In fact, maybe I'll bring in some... Maybe we'll talk some kayfabe at about 40 minutes past hour. If my buddy Jim Valley can get off of, uh, get on the phone, we'll get Jim Valley on the phone and see what he talks about Major League Wrestling. Of course, you know I like Major League Wrestling, but now you've got wrestling happening where Tyson Fury is you know, involved in wrestling match. I'll get into that in depth in this hour, as I will get into the fact that, you know, Cain Velasco, the former UFC champion, he looks better as a, as a professional wrestler than he did as a UFC champ. I kid you not. That's how good he looks. He is like Lucha Libre, more power. More power to a Kane, no doubt about that. And you know what? I'm happy he doesn't got to take those kind of shots, man, because, you know, those punches he took from, from Francis and Ganu, those are life-changing punches. I mean, good Lord. Those are, thank God that fight ended early because, you know, he might have been lights out for a long time, a long, long time. Straight up, you are tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide on Sports Byline. Open phone lines around the planet, 1-800-878-7529. That's 1-800-878-7529. No commitment text line. You can text us here in the studio. Text number here in the studio, 415-275-1613. That's 415-275-1613. You're tuned to Ring Talk, baby, live on Sports Byline. Clarity in the world of professional boxing is spelled WBO. That's right, the World Boxing Organization is boxing's only transparent, sanctioned body. You can follow the WBO on Facebook or check out their website, WBOboxing.com. That's WBOboxing.com. The World Boxing Organization. At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized 
I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober, and all it took was the one phone call. Elite Rehab can help you start to break your addiction problem and get sober in as little as seven days. And we'll work with your insurance provider to help cover the costs. Plus, we have travel assistance programs to get you here by plane or train. Make this free call right now to learn more. 800-403-5912. That's 800-403-5912. Money Now 100 is not a lender, broker, or agent of any lender or financial advisor. We do not make loans or credit decisions. You must be 18 years or older and a U.S. resident to qualify. This is not an offer or solicitation to lend. I went to MoneyNow100.com and got the $5,000 I needed deposited in my account the next business day. If you need money for any reason, help is here. Go to MoneyNow100.com and get the money you need. Need to pay off credit card debt? Go to MoneyNow100.com. Need your car repaired? Need home improvement money? Visit MoneyNow100.com. If you need fast cash for any reason, go to MoneyNow100.com. Good, bad, or no credit at all. Go to MoneyNow100.com. You could get up to $5,000 as soon as the next business day. Go to MoneyNow100.com on your phone, tablet, or computer. Type in the address bar MoneyNow100.com. That's MoneyNow100.com. iHeartRadio loves music, so let's count the ways. Over 20 million songs from 800,000 artists, all free. And like Pandora, you can create your own custom station from any of those 800,000 artists. Just tell us an artist or even a song that you like, and we'll build a custom playlist for you. Add to that thousands of the best live radio stations, and you'll never have to worry about finding the perfect song for your commute, mood, or party. Millions of songs, thousands of stations, one free app. iHeartRadio is that easy. Download our iHeartRadio app today or listen online at iHeartRadio.com. Check it, sports fans. You're listening to Ring Talk Live Worldwide in exclusive Sports Byline production. It, in the garden last night, Madison Square Garden, the Mecca of boxing, of course, right there across from the Hotel Penta, where I did all kinds of crazy stuff back in the day. Um, anyway, that's a different story for another day. <laughs> Jorge Masvidal, baddest dude on the planet. Well, he sort of had this uh, title he fought, with, fought for last night with Nate Diaz. Of course, it was called the BMF Belt. I don't want to tell you what MF, you know what MF stands for, right? Well, bad was sort of starts that off. Anyway, it was fi- a fictional title between these two guys. Of course, these two bad guys, these bad boys, one from Stockton, California, one from Florida. Of course, originally out of Peru. I'm talking about Masvidal. And they did as a Mexican-American. Of course, out of the 209 stereo, area code, Stockton, California. Anyway, Masvidal beat Diaz. I mean, he just beat him. I mean, he did, and, and the way he beat him, those cuts were so tremendous. And, you know, Nate Diaz was cutting his last fight, and, and you know, I, he didn't give himself enough time to heal. I don't get this. I really don't get it, and I, I'm afraid that Tyson Fury is going to do the same thing. Why do I say that? Because, you know, Tyson Fury got cut so bad in that last fight, that fight should have been stopped. The fight should have never, ever continued, okay? They should have stopped that fight, and the fight should have been done. Okay, but they let the fight go. Why? Because it was Tyson Fury. And I think to an extent, you know, that Nate Diaz got back into this fight because they needed a replacement uh, main event for this card in Madison Square Garden. They needed something significant. They needed something big. So they had to come up with Nate Diaz versus, 
you know, versus Mastodel. Mastodel is the hottest guy going. Mastodel said, hey, Nate, you want some of some me? You can have some. Now, both fighters are saying they want to do it again, but Dana White is not into doing that again. I don't think there'll be a rematch from those guys. No way, no how. Um, and, of course, I told you originally this was Dana's, Dana's way of getting rid of uh, one of these guys. Unfortunately, he didn't get rid of one of these guys because I think that Nate Diaz will be back. Jorge Masvidal will probably go on to fight for the welterweight title. He deserves that shot. Diaz, of course, I said, out of the um, Stockton, California, the brother of Nate uh, Nick Diaz, now 20 and 11. Take that back, 20 and 12 as a pro, 12 losses. Guy's a rough guy, no doubt about it. I mean, he comes to, always comes in shape. I mean, when we were kids, uh, I wasn't a kid. When he was a kid, um, you know, we knew he's 34 years old. We knew that he was the real deal. He just was. I mean, he wasn't a guy that you wanted to mess with. We've seen him, in, we've seen him on occasion at boxing matches, and people would whisper under their breath, hey, that's Nate Diaz, that guy that fights in the cage, that guy that fights in the cage. And this was before the, the MMA became big. Of course, I said he's had a lot of fights. At the end of the day, Nate ought to think about maybe, you know, he made some money off the Conor McGregor fight, made some money last night. Maybe it's time to walk away. Don't want to take too much of a licking in this game, man, because you never, you can't put it back. You can't put the two, toothpaste back in the tube, okay? And you can't make yourself unpunchy. You know what I'm trying to say? You get punched, you get rattled, your cage gets, you know, jostled, and you're seeing double vision for the rest of your life. It happens. It happens all the time. Guys don't admit it. They won't admit it. Okay? But it happens all the time. So when I tell you, Nate Diaz, I don't know. I wish Nate the very best, but if Nate Diaz is concerned, uh, he took a lot of punishment last night. He's taken a lot of punishment in his career. He's 34 years old. Maybe there's other things he can do, like, you know, come out with some marijuana products or something like that. I think he was doing that for a while. Anyway, Jorge Masvidal, the winner, of course, the man that knocked out uh, Ben Askren, who got knocked out, who got choked out last week by Damian Maya. Of course, Ben Askren not having a good 2019. But this is what Jorge Masvidal had to say post-fight last night. Ladies and gentlemen, at the end of round number three, due to a doctor's stoppage, due to the laceration of Nate Diaz's eye, Referee Dan Mergliata has declared the winner by TKO. And now, the winner of the BMF belt, Jorge Gabriel Masvidal. I'm here with the winner, Jorge Masvidal. Jorge, it was an amazing fight for as long as it lasted. You had some pretty spectacular moments. Are, are you disappointed with the way they stopped it? For a fact, um, I told Nate right now, I swear on it, we're running the back, man. You gave me the love, I'm gonna give it right back. UFC lets it happen, just run it back. I, I don't like to leave the ring like this with my opponent conscious. There's only one way to do it, and that's to, to baptize him. I didn't get to baptize Nate, you know, so we're gonna run it back. On a personal though, I wanna thank American Top Team, Dan Lambert, Richie Puma, everybody out there except some fake fools out there running their mouth. <laughs> That's Masvidal. Expect him to say the unexpected. No doubt about that. The Garden last night drew 20,143 people uh, for a gate of 6.5 million bucks. It rocked and rolled, no doubt about that. At least the main event did. The president showed up and was booed pretty hard. Then some cheers went. The bottom line was I was told that Dana White invited him there and told him if you come, I can get people to cheer for you. I kid you not. Dana White said there'll be some big Donald Trump fans there. You don't have to worry about the crowd will be mixed. And it was mixed. So Donald Trump did have a few fans last night at the Garden. But for the most part, he was sort of like dumped on, much like he was in the World Series. Listen, the guy's not popular. I understand why. You know what I mean? 
he's a threat. He's a threat. He's a threat. That's all there is. I mean, he's a threat. I'll just leave it at that. I'm not going to go any more further than that. Anyway, back to uh, USC 244. Besides the president showing up and getting booed by 60% of the people and cheered by 40% of the people. No 50-50 thing there. Darren Till beat Kevin Gaslam in a split decision. To, that's right, 27. Uh, take it by 30-27. 30-27, either way. In other words, one judge had it three-round zip for one guy. One judge had it three-round zip for the other guy. And then one judge had it 29-28 for Darren Till, a winner with a split decision over Kelvin Gaslam. Of course, Gaslam in that fight where he was supposed to fight for the World Middleweight Championship down in Australia about six months ago, eight months ago. And Whitaker, the champion, got hurt. In the dressing room, I kid you not. Stephen Thompson was the winner last night. Not that Stephen Thompson, another one. Beat up Vincente Luque. It was unanimous night across the board. 30-26, 30-26, 29-27. And Derek Lewis beat Lagne Avanov in a split decision. Uh, Lewis being a heavyweight. Lewis can fight. I think Derek, didn't Derek have a, a win over uh, Francis Gano? I think he does. Anyway, lightweight Kevin Lee rounded out the pay-per-view card, beating Gregor Gillespie with a KO, a head kick. That was uh, 247 into the very first round. The rest of the fights were on ESPN Plus, ESPN 2, and USC Fight Pass. And there's not one name on any of those. Uh, there is one name. Jazarano Rosenschnuck knocked out former USC champion Andre Arlovsky in the very first round, 29 seconds in. Outside of that, no big known names on that card because, you know, the USC is hurting for names. And I'm looking at the rest of the year here. I mean, not a whole. I understand there's only like even two months left in the year, but let's be honest, man. This is not this is not a big year for the UFC as far as the innings concerned. I mean, ma, they've got a, a fight next week. Take the back is going to come from uh, Moscow, Russia, and I told you they're trying to do everything's over there, Russia, in the ninth. It's going to be a guy named Zabit taking on Calvert Catter. These guys are going to fight at 145. The heavyweight co-feature on the card, Alexander Volkov taking on Greg Hardy. Both of that, both those guys can fight a little bit. Outside of that. I'm not recognizing too many of the other names on the card. Okay, coming up after that, of course, the UFC rocking and rolling in San Paulo, Brazil, going back to the home of the UFC. That's right, the UFC was started back in the take it back because Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu was started by the Gracies back around 1930-1935. The early Gracie family, and that's that evolved into the world of the UFC as we know it now. Jan Blackwich in the main event taking on Ronaldo Souza. Souza. Former title challenger, I thought it middleweight. Now he's fighting a light heavyweight. Tim and Jan Blackwich going to duke it out at 205 pounds in a five-round bout. Charles Oliveira on the co-feature take on Jared Gordon. Outside of that, no names on the card. Another no-name card, okay? The USC goes again after that with Alistair Overeem. I mean, Overroyd. The guy that got caught taking steroids. Remember I told you about that? They said, we're going to test you for steroids. He said, oh, I'll get to go make a phone call. So he went and got in his car and he drove around for like an hour and a half. And he came back, he had to take the steroid test. And guess what? Tested positive. Alistair Overeem going to take on a guy by the name of TBD, which means to be determined, which usually means in the world of combat sports, to be A, to be annihilated, to be destroyed. That's what to be TBD stands for here, to be destroyed, because they're not going to bring in somebody at the last minute that can beat Overeem. I don't think they will. I don't know why they want Overeem around again, except for the fact that they're starving for heavyweight contenders. And Overeem has a good resume. He's got a lot of fights. He was a strike force champion, et cetera, et cetera. So it looks good on the resume if they were to get him to fight for a title in the near future. Marina Rodriguez taking on Cynthia, Cynthia Cavallo in a woman's strawweight bout. Of course, he's hooking it up at 115 pounds. These chicks, they rumble, man. They just, they really rumble. They throw. I mean, I'll give it to these girls in the world of mixed martial arts, unlike female boxers. You know, the female boxers go out there and they 
they try to look pretty, and that's not that's not combat sports. That's not. You want to be in like a beauty show? Go into a beauty show, not combat sports. Bottom line is not too many names on that card. Alistair Overeem versus to be annihilated. Of course, that's a heavyweight match, and that's going to go down December the seventh, the same day as the Ruiz Joshua rematch coming to you from Saudi Arabia. That's from the Capital One Arena in Washington D.C. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, 35, make that 36 years of radio presence. Check it out. Ring Talk returns right after the break. Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do? Fight back by letting our team of experts at the tax helpline work it out with the IRS so you can keep your money. And we're good at what we do. When you hire us, you get a team of guys on your side that know the IRS laws and will fight to save your money. So if you owe the IRS a ton of cash and you want to keep it, call right now and learn for free how we can help you put it back in your pocket. 800-932-1749. 800-932-1749. That's 800-932-1749. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? For a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517. 800 800-932-5517. Once again, that's 800-932-5517. If you or a loved one is suffering from a physical or emotional condition that has left you unable to work, then listen carefully. Take this number down. That's 800-593-7491. When you call, you'll speak with a Social Security disability expert and get a free evaluation to see if you may qualify for disability insurance benefits from the U.S. government. That's right, a monthly cash payment paid directly to you from the Social Security Administration. Whether you're applying for the first time or you've already been denied disability benefits, call now. The disability attorneys at Pinnacle Disability can help you build your case, file an appeal, and represent you at no upfront cost to you. Don't wait another minute to see if you may qualify for your Social Security disability benefits. Call Pinnacle Disability Group at 800-593-7491 for your free case evaluation. That's 800-593-7491. 800-593-7491. Call now. <laughs> 
Now, more of the MMA Hour with Pedro Fernandez. I'm great. Thank you, Pedro. I'm great. I feel great. I know I'm not. I'm never use you know, medicals. I like clean sport. Yeah, Russians don't use drugs, do they? I mean, Russians never cheated. Russians never used steroids. I mean, those are the guys that came up with the steroids. I remember back in 1968 in the Olympics, that's how old I am. I remember watching women in the 1968 Olympics from the former Soviet bloc or from the Soviet Union that had hair on their face. They had to shave them from all the hormones from the steroids. Bottom line is, wow, got to talk about lightweights. Because this kid last night, I mean, he really... Ryan Garcia impressed me. He's like, what, 18-0 now, 19-0? I mean, man, 16 knockouts, 21 years old. He takes care of a Filipino guy that, you know, they, they came to fight. It looked like he was he was, he was was focused. He, know what he, he knew what he wanted to do. He came in with a decent record. Romero Duno came in at 21-1, decent amount of knockouts. But guess what? No match for the kid from Victorville, California, as Garcia knocks him out in the blink of an eye. Let's hear from the victor right now. And I will say this, you know, he's got his um, – He's got to be censored here a little bit. Bottom line is, this is Ryan Garcia in the Raw. I knew he was going to come out like Marvin Hagler. He came at me right from the jump and rushed me. You know? I was trying to box. Like My coach was like, all right, let's take our time this fight. But no, I had to keep my distance. So I kept putting my hand out there, but he kept rushing me. I'm like, all right, I'm going to start throwing my punches. Like, I just, and then I felt like every time I hit him, his skin started ripping. So I was like, oh, he's done. Like, he can't take my punch. Like, my punches keep, like, having an effect on him. So I hit him with one right hand. I see him buckle a little bit. Then he turns his head over, and I'm like, oh, God. Boom. And I, it was over. You told me at the meeting group you were going to do it in one round. You meant it. You did it. Uh, what do you tell the people that were where do you go from here and obviously they're going to keep throwing obstacles your way just like they do with Canelo yeah I mean they're going to be telling me to fight all the all the big names right now and you know I'm just going to stick to my path I'm I'm doing good like I feel good like everything's going great I'm going to just listen to my team and we can just keep improving and just keep getting better and then when those fights happen they're going to happen you know? I talked the to legend. Haney he said that um, we actually motivate him to outwork you um, he wants to outdo you November 9th, um, and then he said he wants you, uh, 2020, and he said to quote him, he's going to, Ryan, I'm going to f*** you up. That's what he yeah, said. Yeah, well, I'm going to f*** you up. Uh, that's how I am. You know, you talk I talk back. But uh, that's my guy. Like, at the end of the day, like, I have respect for him. You know, we knew each other since we were eight years old. So I can never hate on him. And I know for a fact he can't hate on me because... You know, we went through the same type of journey. Um, when that fight happens, though, it's going to be a, a one for the books. For sure. Ryan, I told you you could get to 4 million followers after yeah. that knockout. I bet by tomorrow you're 4 million. How yeah, I already went up 100,000 at 3.8. In what, one hour? Yeah, about an hour. That's crazy. So Man, Ryan Garcia, 4.3 million Instagram followers. I guess the kids are popular. No doubt about that. He's got the looks. He can fight. He can punch. And he may be a step ahead of Oscar De La Hoya to stage the game. Why do I say that? No, Oscar had the gold medal, and Oscar was making a considerable amount more money than him. But in 16 fights, man, I, Oscar was starting to regress in my mind. Of course, he had some great fights with Fernando Vargas and Trinidad and people like that. And, of course, we lose to Hopkins for the World Middleweight Championship. But as far as his early times were concerned, I thought Oscar peaked out probably at 135 pounds. That's just my opinion. Maybe, you know, when he fought Chavez at 140, I thought that Chavez was old, and he didn't want to fight Costa Duke at 140. He only wanted to fight Julio Cesar Chavez went for it. Of course, he went to 147, fought the great late Pernell Whitaker, Sweet P. Whitaker, got knocked down, got spanked, and ended up winning the fight. I don't know how he won that fight. Anyway, back to lightweights. 
Ryan Garcia, unbeat, 19-0 now, 20-19-0, 16 wax. Some of the other guys in the lightweight division. The Solomonchenko, 31 years old, 14-1. Of course, Richard Comey. Richard Comey's going to take on Teofimo Lopez in a couple of weeks, 29-2. Lopez, 14-0. and zip. Lee Selby comes in at 28-2. Luke Campbell, who just lost to... Uh, to Lomachenko a while back is 20 and three Haney, the aforementioned Devin Haney. Of course, he's going to, he's got a belt as well. He's like 23 and zip. So there's all kinds of talent here. Emmanuel Tago is 31 and one. Um, Gustavo Lemos is 30, 20, 31, 23 and zip 30. I mean, all these guys got good records. Harfier Fortuna was the winner the other night. He's got a record of 27, one and one. So at lightweight, 135 pounds, this is really, really a hot competitive division. I mean, Lomachenko, Comey, Teofimo Lopez, um, David Haney, I mean, you know, Javier Fortuna, and, of course, Ryan Garcia, man. These guys, they really look like they're really going to be able to turn the crank as far as popularity is concerned. And Garcia, as I said, with those 4.3 million Instagram followers, he's going to make some money on pay-per-view. No, they, they need to put him on pay-per-view, or he needs to get a cut of of the zones money or something like that, because if he's got 4.3 million people willing to tune in to watch him fight, and they're willing to pay to watch him fight. He needs to be compensated for that. But the bottom line is again, 135 pounds, just unbelievably rich in talent. Who's the best at 135? Mm, that's up in the air. Some people think Teofimo Lopez is the real deal. 14 is it, of course, get out of Brooklyn, New York. Then they've got the kid from the Bronx. I'm talking about uh, Richard Comey. Of course, they're going to rock and roll in a couple of weeks. 29 and two is Comey. 14 is it. The undefeated mouth of the uh, mouth of Brooklyn, Teofomo Lopez. Phil Steele Lomachenko, he hasn't got a fight set up, man. And this is a guy that's talking about I mean, maybe going back to 130 pounds. He's a 135-pound champion right now, but he was dropped at 135 and showed some, eh, that he wasn't the most dominant guy in the world at 135, so he might want to go back to 135. But then he'll have to make the weight at 135, and guess what? Cutting five pounds ain't easy after you've been fighting at an advanced weight. I know. Um, Lomachenko, still pound for pound, maybe... Is he up there? Is he the best fighter pound from the boxing? I mean, or or is Canelo? I mean, it's him or it's one or the other, right? Anyway, let's go through, through the list of these 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 uh, rest of these uh, lightweights rocking and rolling. Yuri Gamboa, Yuri Gamboa is still around, decent record, of course, kid out of Miami, thirty and two, raising out of Cuba. So at one hundred thirty-five pounds, this is rocking and rolling. And I think things are really going to happen in the year 2020 as far as these lightweights are concerned. And then we'll be able to, to, to set the ground to see who Lomachenko, whether Lomachenko stays at 135 or he goes back to 130 or maybe 126. I don't know what he was talking. He saw some crazy stuff. Anyway, pound for pound, those guys are up there. The lightweights are going to rock and roll. I think it's going to be the most, the hottest division in boxing in 2020 will be the lightweight division. Now, as far as pound for pound fighters are concerned right now, the general consensus is, of course, the man from Mexico. I'm talking about Guadalajara, Mexico, the orthodox fighter, the right-handed fighter, 53-1-2, 29 years old. Talk about Canelo Alvarez, pound for pound, the king. Terrence Crawford, number two, is he? 35-0, of course, the southpaw, Omaha, Nebraska fighter. That's one title of 35, 40, and 147 pounds. Uh, Vasil Lomachenko said the 135-pound champion. Gennady Golovkin. I don't know. Would you really call him in the top 10 pound for pound, 41 and one? He's 37 years old and put a circle around that age because I think he's 37 going on 95. This is the way I think. Earl Spence, what do we say about Earl Spence? He got thrown out of the car. He'd been booked for DUI. Do we know whether he's going to be able to fight again? We really don't. We really don't know what the the injuries are to uh, Mr. Spence, especially mentally and emotionally, man. You know, sometimes you might just not come back from something like that. Your life flashes before your eyes and things change. The aforementioned. 
Mikael Burchell, he was a winner last night, being Mr. Jason Sosa, stopping Jason Sosa inside the distance. This guy's a super featherweight, WBC champion, 27 years old, 37-1. Wow. He can step up to 135, I guess, as well if he wants to, 130, 135. These guys are good, good fighters, man. Uh, the rest of the top 10 list are concerned, I don't know. Leo Santa Cruz deserves to be there. I think that Andy Ruiz deserves to be there. I think that Josh Taylor probably deserves to be there. But outside of that, I can't think of anybody else. Anthony Joshua, nah. Jordi Ugas, nah. Morris Bredis, no. Sergey Kovalev, he got beat up last night. Arthur Bidabev, maybe. Maybe Arthur Bidabev, the 34-year-old champion. Of course, the uh, rugged 15-0, 15-wax. The guy comes to fight. The guy delivers, man. The guy delivers. He was behind that last fight against the guy with a horrible name, and he came back and he beat him. So what can I say to you? He looks like he's a real deal, a beast at 175 pounds. Now, pound-for-pound pound fighters, Oleg Usek had a cru- as a cruiserweight, he was there. Now he's 32 years old. He's 17 in zip as a heavyweight now, fighting in that one fight as a heavyweight, stopping his man inside the distance. It was Chaz Witherspoon, and not Tim Witherspoon, Chaz Witherspoon, who came in at the last minute and took a licking for a good payday. I hope he got some good money out of that one. Bottom line is he couldn't have won that fight with three hands. Anyway, Oleg Usek, Pound for pound, people consider him up there in the top 10 or top 15. Now, the guy I think is slipping under the radar is a super lightweight champion from Avenel, California. I think it's California. You talk about uh, Jose Carlos Ramirez. Man, this guy can fight. Super lightweight champion, 27 years old. What is he? 25 and 0 now. 25 and 0, the WBC champion. Of course, Larry Merchant talks highly of him. He's coming off that hand surgery right now, so we don't know what he's going to do. But in his last fight, he took took out Maurice Hooker. Knocked him out. Remember that? Yeah, that was a good, that was one hell of a performance. Anyway, this guy is the WBO 140-pound champion and the WBC 140-pound champion. We'll see what happens with that. But he is a real deal, 25-0, 17 KOs. Boxing's got some good prospects. The UFC, I think it's hurting. I think the UFC is hurting. I don't care if they're a multi-billion dollar entity that was sold for $4.2 billion or $4,200 million. I don't care if they sold for that or not. I just think that maybe the buyers got took. I really do. I mean, what did they have last night? A couple of good fighters on the tire car from Madison Square Garden. I mean, people paid all that money, seven million bucks to see it. And what did they see? Just one fight, the main event. That was it. Outside of that, the rest of the fight, ESPN stuff. You are tuned to the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network. We've got one segment to go. We'll be talking, of course, with, I think we'll bring in Jim Valley. If we can get all the Jim Valley, we'll come bring in Jim Valley. We'll talk talk a little uh, a little kayfabe baby because i want to talk major league wrestling no doubt about that that is my favorite brand of professional wrestling uh we'll hear from um yeah we'll hear from jim valley after the break you to the mighty sports byline broadcast network don't forget ring talk airs saturday and sundays 11 a.m pacific i'm right here on the mighty sports byline broadcast network iHeartRadio, and of course, Sirius XM Satellite Radio, Channel 211. It has been said that everyone has a book in them, but do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. 
At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. That's 800-584-2519. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit. And 98% of all applicants are approved. It's that simple. With AmeriFactors, there's no more waiting for your customers to pay. We give you the funds up front, then we wait for your customers to pay us. Fund your business today. Call AmeriFactors right now. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. 800-847-1183. That's 800-847-1183. Now, back to Pedro Fernandez with the MMA Hour. Everybody knows if I were to get married, it would want to be, uh, I'd want to have be married to Selena De La Rente. Why? Because I'd want her to bitch slap my landlord. That's just the way type of chick she is, man. I think she's tough. I think she put, uh, puts on a good act. I don't think she needs to swear, but I think right now she's your premier female heel in the world of professional wrestling. And I can't, I, I would have to think that Vince McMahon has went after her and hasn't got her. And that's the reason why she's where she's at. Bottom line is the man knows a lot about the the business and the sport of professional wrestling is a man himself that hosts the Saturday edition of Wrestling Observer Radio. I'm talking about Jim Valley. What's up, JV? Hey, man, uh, your girl was in the ring last night during the main event at MLW Superfight, so she backed up everything you said. Well, you know, listen, she she's a good character, and and listen, wrestling needs characters. You and I know that because that's what you get into. You get into a character and you follow a storyline. Well, and also, we have other lives. We don't have time to dig in too deep on everything, so you need it to be somewhat apparent. You don't want it to be stupid, but I think by its very nature, wrestling has got to be somewhat straightforward. 
Okay. The MLW Super Fight card that it has Saturday night was it a, su- a success? Uh, too early to tell. I have not heard. I heard it was a very good card as far as the matches went. Everything seems to kind of make sense. That's one thing that I really like about Court Bauer, the guy who's behind this whole thing. You know, he did MLW like like 2000, early 2000s, and it was kind of like a hybrid NWA, ECW thing. And now in this marketplace, you've got to have your own identity, and I really feel like MLW is going in its own direction that's strong enough for people to get with what they're doing and get engaged. Okay, Jacob Fatu, the title holder of MLW, defeated uh, L.A. Park, the Mexican icon, and no disqualification match for the MLW Heavyweight Championship. Uh, low key was a winner. He beat Brian Tillman. Brian Pillman. You know these these are these are really great names, and, and all of these guys have one thing in common besides working with Cord Bowers. They don't get along with other bosses. Jacob Fatu. I don't know if he does or not. A lot of people are impressed by him. I think if someone that people are pegging to go to WWE sometime in the future, you'd think, given his family history, he might be the guy. Of course, his dad is is the Tonga Kid, right? And they yep. kind of had a they WWE and Tonga Kid had a falling out thirty years ago. Well, well listen, let's be honest. All those guys from that era that were were doing the hard headbutts and the uh, Benoit, Chris Benoit jumping off the top rope and butting guys on the ground, this and that. You know, there's a certain amount of concussions that are going to come out of that, whether it's whether it's choreographed or not. There's a certain amount of concussions, a certain amount of brain damage is going to come. And I just think that. That you know the the Tonga kid, a lot of these guys, they just threw their body down for the WWE, and they just took a lot of abuse, a lot of punishment. And guess what? There was nobody there to take care of them at the end. You're 100 percent right. But when you started on headbutts, you know where I thought you were going to go is the Samoans, because stereotypically in wrestling, as you yeah. well know, all Samoans have very hard heads because you cannot hurt them in the head. Because okay, because. But now it's so cool where we've gone with, you know, the lineage of the same family that started with Afa and Sika, the wild Samoans, and then the head shrinkers, the next generation. We're we're slightly less wild. And now we have the Usos, the grandsons, and they're just the Usos. They don't have to have the hard head or anything that's stereotypical. And I love that wrestling does that now. Okay. Speaking of wrestling, Tyson Fury, the linear world heavyweight champion, undefeated now. I think he's got 28 fights and got a draw. But um, he's very lucky to be even competing, considering the fights and the cuts and the gashes that he took in that last fight. Um, but he is doing his wrestling this past week. And he and I was watching the tape, and I have to say this. he Did, did he do that drop toe hold? Did I really see that? You know, a lot of people have criticized that match and – Maybe I'm not I just criticizing have, it. I couldn't believe it was as good as it was. I don't know what Me people too. are criticizing. I don't understand that literally. I, what did you expect them to do? I think they overachieved. Uh, I, I think Cain Velasquez overachieved too. None of it was great. Don't misunderstand me, but I expected a complete disaster. I fully expected with Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman, who's pretty high up on the card in WWE, I expected mm-hmm. some sort of chaos, some heels come down, and suddenly Tyson Fury and Braun Strowman have to unite and vanquish the heels. And in the end, they raise each other's hands. Everyone's happy. Good night, Saudi Arabia. But, but that didn't happen. I, ca- I can't believe it. Okay, where did they do this in Saudi Arabia? Was it an indoor arena or outdoor? Do you know? It's outdoor okay. in Riyadh. So 
is this is this where they're air conditioning the desert? Is this what they're trying to do in the, the December seventh thing? Larry Merchant came on the air a couple of weeks ago and told me that uh, they're going to re- they're going to try to air condition the the outdoor arena for the uh, Ruiz Joshua rematch that's going to take place December seventh. I've never been to Saudi Arabia. I've been to Abu Lucky Dhabi. Lucky you. I've been to Abu Dhabi. I've been to Dubai. Matter of fact, just recently. And I'll bet you if they say they can do it, they can do it. Did you? You know, I went to Dubai. I was sick there for a week and a half. Got, got sick on the plane coming over. But I didn't dig it. All The only women that were in Dubai were the, the hookers working in the discos, the Filipino girls working in the hotels, and girls walking around with burkas. So it was three types of women in all of Dubai. Why did I not well, go to the discos? I, I'm kidding. Disco, the disco was held. This, listen, the disco was in my hotel. I was staying at the Hotel Moscow. Yeah. So I go downstairs in the hotel to this disco. We're having a drink back when I drank. I'm having a drink with Harold Smith. And I notice there's like 90 chicks for every guy. Did I say that right? Yeah, 90 chicks to every guy. What I'm trying to tell you is there's two guys in there and 180 chicks. I'm, I'm, so it doesn't take me very long to realize that this is a brothel and not a disco. Everything is <laughs> over the top in Dubai. <laughs> I didn't, I, you know, I, I thought they did a good job as far as accommodations were concerned, but I don't want to go anywhere that's hot, that that hot. I don't know when you were there, but I, it was just hot as hell when I was there, and I don't need that. You know, well, maybe I'll back spoil to the whole thing with with Tyson Fury. Yeah. You know, I was personally surprised that he won the match. They did it by knockout, by a countout. You know, um, Tyson was on the inside of the ring, Braun Strowman on the outside. Tyson comes by with a, I don't even know if it was a right or a left, knocks uh, Braun Strowman down onto the floor, and he was counted out of the ring. And but then, isn't, that the, isn't that a perfect ending, though? Because Braun, yeah. Braun Strowman's thing doesn't get wrecked up too bad. You know, I mean, you know, he got knocked out by the world heavyweight champion. No big thing there. And then he goes back into the ring, gets his heat back, as they say in wrestling, as he attacks Tyson Fury and then walks out. And honestly, all they did on TV was show that, which is smart. Okay. Um, Pound for pound, who is the best professional wrestler going nowadays? Who do you think, Jim Valley? Oh, my gosh. Um, I did a whole whole show on this, uh, not this past Saturday, but the Saturday before. It's in the archives. Cody Rhodes is the best wrestler in the world right now. Why is Cody Rhodes the best wrestler in the world? Because wrestling is not about moves. Wrestling is about psychology. And wrestling is also about saving your body from a wrestler's perspective. And Cody Rhodes has reached the point where he can use his psychology and the fact that he's so over to have great matches and bring the crowd into those matches and have them be excited without having to put as much wear and tear on his body as many of his equally popular counterparts. Is Adam Stone finally finding his way here in the world of wrestling entertainment? I mean, Adam Stone, I thought he was the Ring of, he was with Ring of Honor, wasn't he? Who was it? Which one? Adam, Adam wasn't Adam Stone with Ring of Honor for, for a while then he went didn't he wasn't was it Adam Stone? Ah, anyway, are you, are you talking wrong. about uh, Hangman Page or you Adam Cole? Adam Cole. Thank you. Adam Thank Cole. you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. Adam Cole got to be on SmackDown and defend the yeah. NXT Championship on Friday because of everything yeah. that happened in Saudi Arabia. Kind of an amazing show. Okay, and, and Adam Cole, I was so high on him. I thought that pound for pound, he could. He had the psychology, he had the physical looks, he had. He, he was a complete package. Is he still? I think so. Um, you know, it's weird. Um, a lot of times with, with everything that's happening with social justice, which is awesome, uh, people go, oh, we're so much, we're so much more woke. 
you know, let's not judge people by their bodies, and that's tremendous. But then I get messages from fans going, yeah, um, Cain Velasquez looks too soft to beat Brock Lesnar. So it's kind of funny how it doesn't apply everywhere. I don't even know how it applies. But as I was watching Adam Cole, my question, I think he's great, and I agree with everything you say. I just wonder if the WWE audience might look at him and go, oh, he's he's a little small. But we've seen small before. I think he can, if that exists, I think he can overcome it. Hmm, interesting. Well, you know, unfortunately, I think that when you go to the, I mean, he's able, he's been able to break out. For the most part, guys that go to the, the WWE don't get to break out. You know what I'm saying? They're sort of they're they're in limbo forever. There is so much talent right now; it's ridiculous. I mean, look at the talent. MLW isn't even the third biggest promotion in this country, and look at the talent that MLW has. I don't know if this is a good time or a bad time to be a wrestler in the sense that there are more opportunities to make money right now than there have been just in recent years. But at the same time, this is probably the most competitive wrestling marketplace that I've seen in my lifetime. Interesting. Of course, wrestling, but except, except for Ring of, Ring of Honor is like dying. Nobody's showing up to their shows at all. Oh, my goodness gracious. Um the tweets that happened this week with Joey Mercury. Did you see those? No, talk to me. Uh, go look those up. Um, he quit Ring of Honor this week, and he'd been working in a backstage capacity. And he was talking about budgets and things like they didn't have enough money for security and other aspects of the wrestling business that may not be apparent to fans. And people are now coming forward going, yeah, Joey was right. We'll see where this goes. <clears throat> Okay. Today in wrestling history, as far as the San Francisco wrestling is concerned, the American Dream, November 8th, 1980, came into the Cow Palace of San Francisco and won the U.S. heavyweight title, the NWA version that Roy Shire promoted, defeating Dick Slater. Man, Dick Slater and Dusty Rose. Talk about a couple of old legends, huh? Was Dusty the last Roy Shire U.S. champion? Yeah, the title was retired right after that. There we go. Two months later. Yeah. Yeah. Promotion died, of course, and that was terrible because it was the hottest promotion in the country. It was the most – I can't tell you – listen, it's a, it's a promotion that created Dave Meltzer. Okay? Have this you is guys where talked – do you, do you know Dave? Yeah, we talk. Okay, I've known good. Dave 30 years. I, w- I would hope so. Oh, well, I've known Dave 30, 35 years. But the bottom line is, you know, he was – he grew up on Roy Shire Wrestling. I mean, we get magazines and this kind of stuff, but the only professional wrestling you got to see really – was Roy Shire wrestling, and of course it was the top man. He brought in the best guys, no doubt about that. He had storylines a year in advance. Shire wrote his programs a year in advance. Do promoters still do that a year in advance? Probably Ghetto in New Japan does, but that's about it. Speaking of New Japan, are they coming? They've got a, something going on in San Jose pretty soon. Do you know? Yeah, the the last match of Jushin Thunder Liger in the United States. You know, he retires January fifth or sixth in Tokyo. So this is the last time to see. That character, that man portray that character. I don't know what he's going to do after. I assume he just retires. But yeah, last uh, ever appearance in the United States wrestling of Jushin Thunder Liger. And you know what date that's going to go down, San Jose? I'd have to look it up. I'm sure it's not too Don't hard sweat to it. No big thing. They can look it up online. Bottom line is wrestling's now going to the Chase Center in the city, by the way, San Francisco. The brand new arena, the Cow Palace, is dead. Bury the Cow Palace, unfortunately. Jim Valley, you're the greatest. Wrestling Observer Radio, of course, comes to you every Saturday. At what time? We are on 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern. The great Jim Valley, folks, on Sports Byline. 
Selena de la Renta here at Promociones Dorado. And I have a very big announcement for me, so. Sammy? I know, I know. I'm sorry, I've been busy. I, I cannot dedicate my whole day to you. No, unfortunately, that's, yeah, we do need to talk about that because it's not working out. No, because, you know, my company has very high standards, and unfortunately, well, you lost, and I don't. I can't tolerate that. So I'm sorry. That's, it's just not going to work, all right? Best of luck to you. Have a good day. No, I'll talk to you later. Yeah, okay. Bye. Boys. You're listening to the MMA Hour. Attention business owners, are you struggling while waiting for your customers to pay on their net 30, 60, or 90-day invoices? Can't get a business loan, have no equity, bad credit, or maybe no credit at all? Then you need to call AmeriFactors right now. AmeriFactors will give you cash for your invoices and there's nothing to pay back. We simply buy your account receivables and if those clients don't pay on the invoices, we take the loss. We give you funds based on your account receivables not your credit and 98% of all applicants are approved it's that simple with AmeriFactors there's no more waiting for your customers to pay we give you the funds up front then we wait for your customers to pay us fund your business today call AmeriFactors right now 800-847-1183 800-847-1183 that's 800-847-1183 It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003-800-485-6003-800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. Are you an active stock market investor? Well, then you know these three key words, buy, sell, hold. Those three magic words can make or lose you money in the stock market. What if we can show you a time-tested tool that's been helping stock market investors succeed for over 30 years? It's called VectorVest, an amazing system designed to make smart investing easy. The VectorVest system analyzes, sorts, and ranks over 19,000 stocks every day and tells you when to buy, what to buy, and when to sell any stock to maximize your profits in less than 10 minutes a day. And if you call right now, you can test drive our amazing VectorVest system risk-free for 30 days for just $9.95. 800-584-2519. 
That's 800-584-2519. Now, more of Ring Talk with Pedro Fernandez. Check it. You're tuned to Ring Talk Live Worldwide, the Saturday and Sunday edition. Of course, Saturday, Gary, is 11 a.m. Pacific time for an hour. Saturday, 11 a.m. Pacific, and that's 2 p.m. Eastern time. Saturday, Ring Talk for an hour. Sunday, it's a two-hour edition. begins at 11 a.m. Pacific time. 11 a.m. Pacific time. 2 p.m. Eastern Time. That's Ring Talk Live Worldwide Sunday, the two-hour edition. I want to thank my people that helped me out today, man. You know, I mean, my producer, Scott Cuddy, got to thank him. Of course, Jim Valley. Wow. Jorge Masvidal, what can I say? You got to give him props, man. Baddest dude, pound for pound in the world of MMA. MMA in a lot of people's minds. Of course, Nate Diaz, give Nate some props as well. Nate fought hard, but when you get busted up that bad, guess what? They got to stop the fight. Now, speaking of stopping the fight. Did they stop the fight at the right time last night with Canelo and Kovalev? Obviously, man. People thinking that Kovalev could have taken a couple more shots. Come on. The guy was like, his, his knees were not, his legs were not working. He was concussed. Please, please don't say that that fight was rigged or fixed or he took a dive or anything like that. That's preposterous, and you embarrass yourself if you bring that up during the week. In other words, you'll probably hear this from different boxing fans during the week. Hey, did you think that fight was a setup? Stuff like that. You know, and the fights aren't set up, okay? They just aren't. Fixed fights don't happen. People think they happen, but they don't. They happen in the minds and the imagination of a lot of conspiracy files. Want to give props to the WBC 130-pound champion. I'm talking about Miguel Burchelt. Now, 37-1, 33-KOs, when I say fourth-round TKO winner over world champion, former world champion Jason Sosa. Wow, what can I say? He may be the star of the week, him and uh, Ryan Garcia. So Ryan Garcia and Miguel Beltran take the VIP, the MVP award for the Ring Talk Week. Don't forget, Ring Talk Live Worldwide, Saturday and Sunday, 11 a.m. Pacific Time, right here on the Mighty Sports Byline Broadcast Network, iHeartRadio and Sirius XM Satellite Radio. You can always go to iHeartRadio and check out the Ring Talk Archives at iHeartRadio. Check out Archive Radio. Check out Ring Talk Archives at, Ar- at, uh, at iHeartRadio. So next time, respect. Cause I love- 